So what's up, man? I mean, I gonna, I'm not even going to make this like official. Yeah, Just right. uh, welcome to the podcast. For those of you watching, this is the homie Fernando, a.k.a. Slanted Glasses, <laughs> and we're playing some Streets of Rage. Oh. Now you got to use the D-pad. I'm not right. sure what buttons do what. Oh, oh I, yeah. was, I was holding you. <laughs> That's jump. Gotcha. But yeah, this was a game like I remember renting and playing for hours on end as a kid. I don't know if you ever played Streets of Rage. Mm, no, but this had that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. What was it Turtles in Time or something? Yeah. That, oh, damn. <laughs> sorry. I I don't think we're playing on Duel. For uh, those of you who are who are watching the podcast on YouTube, uh, you'll notice that we're playing Streets of Rage Two. Uh, it's a side scroller beat 'em up. Back in the day. it was yeah, it was a pretty pretty standard. Uh, format of, of game this one only came out for the sega genesis uh but i mean for those of you who are listening to the podcast uh yeah that was just the description of what it is that you're here <laughs> i just <laughs> took both those apples too um I was just whipping in that guy's ass better have my money so i mean what games did you did you get in any games when you were when you were growing up did you have any consoles or any systems yeah the, i was like a huge nintendo fan like i never had the Sega or never, never had the PlayStation. Well, like, not until later in not life. Not until later in life. I had, oh, this is what I was missing in life. Oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, I got hit again. Um, yeah. Uh, NES, Super Nintendo, uh, the 64. There ought to be some health in those bins, too. I don't need health. Yeah, oh, get that yeah. apple. There you go. Out of habit. Like I, I usually grab that stuff pretty quick. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not one to really share. Um, you share that pipe though. <laughs> <laughs> so my brother and I, we we got into games pretty early on. Like we were, we were fortunate enough to have been introduced to the NES when that first came out, and so playing Mario Brothers and uh, a lot of Nintendo games. Fortunately, at the time we had. Uh, what doesn't isn't around anymore for mm-hmm. the younger younger listeners out there. I used to be able to go out and rent video games <laughs> at Blockbuster or Hollywood Video. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. Like you can't you can't do that anymore. I mm-hmm. I think that people are probably getting games mainly mainly off of like Steam or something something to that effect. But there's a turkey over there if you want to get that health. Gobble gobble um, gobble. Dropkick. Oh, yeah, I probably need that now. Yeah. But it's interesting because sometimes you go back and you play some of these older games. Like, there's a game on the Nintendo called Double Dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. brother and I, we, we we thought, okay, well, we've been playing games for years now. We could probably step into the arena of Double Dragon and just beat it one, one playthrough, like, no problem. Uh, that was not the case. That game's like really difficult, <laughs> and the controllers are not very responsive. So it it can be hard to play some of these classic games, uh, though they're full of nostalgia. Um, that reminds me of um, you know you bringing it back to renting games. We did rent uh, the Battletoads game for the Super Nintendo. Oh, okay, was it Battletoads Double Dragon or just Battletoads? Just Battletoads, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did a crossover one. I remember that. Oh yeah, def. Uh, yeah, I saw that, and it was difficult. <laughs> I was like, 
okay. Um, and you know, I think that actually ranks among one of the top hardest games uh, was the Battletoad genre. That was uh-huh. like, there's like this high, I don't know if you got to the point, but there's like a high speed um, racer portion. Yes. And like, that's where, that's where all your lives go. All your continues <laughs> go to that one section. Yeah. Uh, I can attest. Yeah. T- yeah. That, that level was very difficult. Um, I was like, I think as kids, we're like, dude, we just wasted money. We can't even get, <laughs> we can't even pass this level. I know. Right? I was like, oh. There's an apple right there for you. I was like, oh, uh, we should have uh, got something else. Yeah. What's yeah. interesting when you look back on that stuff too, because I remember the box art, like the toads were shredded, dude. <laughs> like the toads were shredded. Like it, it seemed like you wanted to be that type of over-the-top bodybuilder Arnold Schwarzenegger type. Like you would right. aspire to that. That was that was superhero status. I wanted the green skin. <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't too bad. I mean, we haven't died yet. I know that there's health in those Ooh. containers, so we'll probably save it. Because once you open them, they disappear. Or there's, oh, a, okay. there's a time limit on them. But... I feel bad. Like even years later, I still haven't read the story. I don't know exactly why we're raging in the streets with all these <laughs> with all of these people. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Like I think in the first one, someone's daughter got uh, was taken. Like there's uh, a there's like, like the taken movies. Yeah, there's like a gang a gang boss who. Oh what the hell! Was oh, that? when you do that though, like that that's the way they got you back in the day. Uh, that costs you some of your health when you do oh. that special ability. But you might want to go up to that can and get you some uh, get you oh. some turkey. Oh, Oop. yeah, I, yeah. I probably do need. <laughs> I was like, that's a special move. Where's the Hadouken <laughs> at? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stage one, man. We did it. We did it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I kind of want to talk to you about like your your wedding year this year because for those of you also who who don't know Selena Glasses, he is a wedding videographer slash photographer too. Do you ever book uh, wedding photography jobs or is it primarily videography? Uh, primarily videography. Uh, I work with a shout out to MC. Um, there you uh, go. We'll, we'll put links in the description <laughs> to, <laughs> to MC, anybody he, we talk about. He, I, well, at the time I was doing just travel videos. I've like traveled a lot of places outside the U.S. and inside the U.S. Oop. and... I wanted to just document it and see what I can do with it. Like yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it trying to make, try to show people, uh, what I've done. Not necessarily what I've done, like just cinematic kind of feel. Ah. Anyway, I did enjoy the editing process and I'm putting all that together, trying to make a story with just random pictures. Yeah, I was like, how can I make a story out of this? Oh, dang. Can we get one of those? Oh, yeah. Maybe I should probably just change. Um, <laughs> so uh, I knew McCary MC back in junior high. Uh, he and I, you know, the typical always competing against like who can, oh, my bad, who can multiply these numbers. You know, it was a math thing. It was an academic yeah. thing. You're like, oh, I'm going to get an A plus. I was like, uh, sure. I think that's pretty cool, like uh, considering because – when you have that circle of friends who like competes academically, like it, <laughs> it pushes you to be, to be better, uh, scholastically, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to someone who's like, well, who can drink more, who can, <laughs> who can do the craziest, uh, illegal thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, 
So I posted up a few. I'm oh, going back to um, the travel films. Yeah. I posted up a few of them. And I just did it just to see what reaction I get or, you know, just post up for me. Yeah. He saw uh, all out of those and he asked me like, hey, um, I'm doing these wedding videos. This is this is like, I'd say 10 years after high school. Go get you that turkey too. Oh, I was beating out the wrong person. <laughs> uh, 10 years after high school. Really? So it took yeah. that long and then you guys linked up? Yeah. Um, I was doing my own thing. He was doing his own thing after junior high. Uh, yeah, high school. Oh, I don't beat those guys. They're here to see the fight. The stereotypically <laughs> Asian duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way these games were, man. I'd like to wear one of those uh, <laughs> things now. So yeah, after after high school, you guys linked up 10 years we, later? Yeah. Uh, he said, hey, have you ever done... Oh, my bad ever done any wedding videos because that's what he does on the side now so he had already progressed that direction before, yeah. while you were doing it in a different medium mm -hmm. or a different uh forum i guess yeah i was just i was in college university just trying to get my what happened there whoa, whoa what was that what was that one hit kill what how the heck did that happen? <laughs> Anybody watching the video, uh, we just got like one shot by some randos. That was really weird. I've never seen that. Falcon punch, yo. Falcon punch. <laughs> Way before. Oh, this guy has the falcon punch. You know that? <laughs> oh, no. -uh. Yeah. Is he has He has like three. Every character has three special abilities. Oh, no way. It's to one of them's like an AOE kind of thing. Like if you're surrounded by enemies, you can do it and it'll clear sort of drop everyone to the ground uh, kind of like that uh that's like a really strong directional hit and this and then she has like a circular move too i want to say like if you were to press those buttons without holding the directional pad forward i think it yeah there you uh, go. okay and then i think there's one you can do when you jump these guys are the worst oh, when you have to hell? fight them when they're flying in the air because <laughs> you can only hit them once with a kick and I'm jumping, doing karate chops. What's going on? Oh, there you go. Oh, no, what? But it's kind of interesting, like, what a small community, the creative space really is, at least in this area. Because I had known of you. I think we talked about this at that last wedding that we kind of were both put mm -hmm. on uh, for separate things. But I was doing the photography and you were doing the videography with, uh, with your homie. Mm -hmm. And... Just how I had known of you from the from the gym, and then finding out that you were also into this creative forum. Uh, what was it that kind of got you in into doing travel videography? I mean, because it's a it's a niche kind of thing to to want to pick up a camera and record stuff. Like I don't think a lot of people really understand. I mean, I walk around with my camera almost all the time because I want to either capture a photo or take a short video of something. So what was it that was like, oh, I like doing this. I like editing. I like, what was that for you? Um, I had no intentions of going into this kind of media. It was just one day, one of my friends um, in Japan, he works, he, he teaches little kids how to speak English over there. Uh -huh. He's like, he... I don't out of random. He goes, "Hey, um, when do you think you want to like visit Japan?" I'm like, "I'm here working and stuff." I'm like, "You know," and my thought process was, 
oh, dude, I have so much work to do. <laughs> I have like I don't I don't know the language. I'm like, how am I supposed to get by? You know, it's all yeah. this doubt and stuff. And then I I went up to my brother's like, how what do you think of going to Japan? Like, he and I both know um, this friend. Uh, yeah. Uh, with with this guy, David. David, listening. This is you. Um, <laughs> uh, with this guy. And he goes, dude, I'm down. Like, oh, me too. Uh, and I still had a lot of hesitation. Yeah. That's a big trip to make. It is. Like, uh, I don't know how things were expensive. Like, what if we get lost? Would we be... It was just all those fears combined. But then I just took the plunge and took a point-and-shoot camera. Like, <laughs> the old-school point-and-shoot cameras. Yeah. Which have actually come a long ways. Yeah. Um, Slightly. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm just going to document this because there's a yeah. lot of people back. Uh, there's a lot of people that asked me when they found out I was going to Japan, like, hey, take a lot of pictures, do do videos. I'm like, and back then phones were not that great at yeah. capturing stuff. Um, so I'm like, all right, l- let me see. So my brother and I just researched like, What's the best compact point and shoot camera? So we ended up picking the Sony RX something 100. And we took that. Um, Did you have like the Mark 1 or Mark Mark 3, Mark 3. Yeah. Oh, okay. That one's the, pretty solid. It's funny cuz um the month after we came back or well when we came back, we only took uh 3 weeks to Japan, my bad. Yeah. We only had uh, 3 weeks in Japan. The Mark 4 came out and we're like, "Oh, well, I guess we could have waited but i were like uh nah people who have their like finger on the pulse of like uh gear like Uh that um i purchased my first dslr it was the i was using uh my parents dslr which is like the entry level that you get at costco with the bundle and i mean Mm -hmm. it works no one can tell the difference really Mm -hmm. i i have the conversation with people about you know, should you spend a lot of money on a new camera? And it's like, to be honest with you, no one's going to be able to tell what you took those photographs with, whether it was a $2,000 camera or the $350 entry level camera. What the camera is going to do is make it easier for you as the photographer in the editing process. Uh, you're going to have either more buttons to quickly change ISO and shutter speeds without having to dive into different menus. And it just makes your workflow much more streamlined and easier. And then, yeah, there are other things that come along with it. Like I'm pretty sure with the higher end Sony, uh, you have a lot broader color range. Oh, this took a turn. We're now fighting aliens. Um, But you have a broader color range to work with. Uh, Whereas the entry level camera, I know that I, I can't really push it with regards to shooting in low light. With the camera that I currently use, a D500, it can be... Windows could be closed. It could be, you know, very dark, and I can still, I could work with that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm. yeah, and I totally agree. Um, also, nail down the basics first before you. Yeah, a lot of people want to jump into like, just give me the super expensive camera, and you'll find yourself like, uh, sorely disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Did you take any like? photography or videography classes because no. i'm a school of hard knocks kind of person and no i didn't it was mostly google like how do i do this in this program how do i edit in this program and then i'm like all right cool and then 
yeah, I did not take any classes for photography or videography or anything like that. Yeah. And I mean, I guess there's a value to it, like learning the basics in the in the classroom setting. Yeah. Like you would get a lot of feedback from other classmates and stuff. Oh, that's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're supposed to disarm from one another. Oh, there we go. Um yeah, I think that you can't. What the heck? <laughs> I think that yeah, you in a classroom setting it's good. I don't think it's necessary. I think that when it comes to art it it is it's kind of in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Like you can take a picture and it totally totally be pushing like the limits or the colors or whatever, the saturations. And someone may like that. I have. Okay. It's all about your creative style, Mm -hmm. which you mentioned you're currently working on with your videos. Like what is it about your creative style that you're focusing on? Is it color grade? Is it like style of shooting or is it a little, a little bit of everything? A little bit of everything, but I do have, this focus on better colors like i don't know i i I just focus on colors more Um, yeah i know there's shots that i could take there's there's these cinematic or cinematic shots um uh, the way planning story-wise how this frame will continue with this frame all that stuff but yeah in the end i spent most a lot of my time in color grading in the editing process because I want it to look pleasing, even though it's a, it's a very shitty, shitty (laughs) uh, clip. Like, Oh, that did not make sense at all. Yeah. I feel like I I, color is what I focus. Yeah. What is this? Dude rocked me. This guy's like really hard to hit (sighs) and you're using final cut pro. To do no, your... actually, I use uh, Premiere CC. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was your buddy. He uses Final Cut, huh? Mm-hmm. So I use Final Cut. What is it? Why are you so anti? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anti-Apple everything. Oh, damn. As you see, we're, we're, we're doing this whole podcast setup <laughs> I know. on an iMac. I was about to throw it out the window. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I just never, you know, once you start in a platform like windows yeah premiere it's kind of hard to go into something different um i am trying davinci resolve uh, that's another um thing yeah and i have been very uh mac curious as to the operating system and the whole ecosystem with the phone or yeah with the phone especially because most of the cl- most of my clients or the people i know do yeah. have apple and that that ease of um, airdropping pictures to your clients, like, hey, here's a quick preview of, of the shot. Yeah. Let me let me let me save you. Oh yeah, if you can help me, I'm trying. Wonder Woman over here. Yeah, some of these things are bugging out on me, and it's. Uh, uh, but maybe next year I might switch. Just they've become so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the the one thing that turned me off to um to using Premiere Pro mm-hmm. was I had a probably one of my first paid video shoots. I had a band, 
hire me to come out and record their performance because they wanted to have some video of it while they were doing their thing. And so I had multiple cameras set up. I had one on a tripod on the back to get the full frame. Mm-hmm. I had a guy on the in the audience walking around so we can get some shots of like uh, movement shots. And then I also was zooming in on other things um, like individual band members when they were playing their solos or whatever have you. So we had three cameras going and I needed to sync up all of those images through the audio because I didn't have, even though you can sync timestamps, I found that it's very difficult to do that mm-hmm. for me um, using when you have an icon and a GoPro and all these different brands on the floor. So I tried it with Premiere Pro. I tried the 30-day free trial and figured, okay, well, maybe this will work. And it didn't. It didn't work for me. And mm-hmm. so I then downloaded the 30-day trial of Final Cut Pro and seamlessly, like nothing, it it handled it. And because I was already an iMovie editor doing all of my basic home movies on iMovie, mm-hmm. I was already familiar with the whole flow there were the learning curve wasn't as steep uh as it as it is for me with premiere pro um there are certain things i think are more powerful with premiere pro like their color grading uh abilities right out of the box whereas i've found with final cut pro i've either had to download add-ons to give me the abilities that premiere already has mm-hmm. as well as um I need certain things if I want to do uh, moving text or thing stuff like that. I need Apple's motion program for VFX, whereas I think Premiere Pro can do some minor VFX already out of the box. Uh, but the other major non-selling point for me with Premiere Pro was the fact that it's a monthly subscription. Uh, yeah. In Final Cut, I just have it. And yeah, they may come out with updates and there'll be subtle things, but I don't care for those, at least at this time. So I don't know if that was your decision or what your decision for going with Premiere Pro. That was kind of a long-winded, like, (laughs) 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 why? I I was like thinking about it, like, you know, we're going to beat this game and I'm still going at it. (laughs) Oh, let me get that apple. Uh, Um... Well, I've never had experience with Mac. So, like you said, it was like the first thing. It was just go get that Apple. Intuitive. It was just because I came from Sony Vegas. Yeah. Um. Like not a legit copy. Cough cough. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> well, that's the other thing with PC is you can't get like a a, a video editing software right out of the box. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy. I'm help. I helped uh, get his podcast started and he wants to start incorporating video. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you have a, you have a PC. <laughs> you have to download a video editing software. Apple kind of just gives you one. Oh. They give you a video editing software. They give you a music editing oh. software like GarageBand. And all of these things are like pretty bare bones, but it's enough for Instagram. It's enough for YouTube. It's enough to get you started. Enough to get you started. Yeah. And I, yeah, I hear that a lot too. Whoa, whoa. Oh, that's what's going on harassment. Here? Hashtag oh. me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't oh. aware. Oh. <laughs> like, what's, what's the, what's the, is this PG 13 or is this R? Because I can't, people uh, close to me know that um, 
I can say dumb stuff, really offensive dumb <laughs> stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we have to be careful in today's day and age. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that we always should have been careful, but definitely more so. Um I have I work with some old timers who mm-hmm. are from from a time long lost. I think that they've not grown with the change in climate. And some <laughs> of the things that they say, I think to myself, wow, like you just a a lawsuit waiting to happen. Like I'm just I don't want to be on the stand. Mm-hmm. saying yes he did say this <laughs> <laughs> so i try to tell him like cool it man like for real <laughs> but yeah so um, you work full-time and you also do this on the side yes how now because I have to find a way to weave this into the dad's podcast project, which is the one we're going to post this on. I have a second, I have a second one that's sort of like just random talk about anything, but I uh-huh. kind of find that it increases the workload when you have two separate things. Like, I don't know if you've ever had two Instagrams, but uh, it's difficult. No, I've, I thought about it like one personal one and then one yeah. something about like this photography business thing. Um, it can be difficult. And so having like two podcasts to write a blog for and make a post for or make an episode for uh, can be difficult. So to kind of weave this into, again, the dad's podcast project, mm-hmm. uh, working full time, having a job on the side, it's very difficult to, to find the time to as a father. But I'm curious how how that is for you. Um, finding the time to to manage both. Does your does your eight hour day ever spill into after work kind of or do you find that it's kind of easy to do the part-time creative gig before when um, my current job was very very busy yeah it was very difficult um i couldn't find the time even when i scheduled something there was always these uh what was that? A shore you can? What was it, that? Yeah, it was. And I totally was just punching the air. <laughs> Shadow boxing. Uh it was very difficult. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Um yeah. just be out there and be creative. And when it does die down, it's usually after the de- uh daylight savings time. So it's like I get out of work in the dark. I get to work in the dark. Kind yeah. Of thing. And I'm like, oh man, this sucks. Damn, I keep dying. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I think you you were gonna get continues as well. So even if you die, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. Like we have uh, certain oh. health points, so like you have two more times, and then you'll be able to pick another character if you want to be somebody else. Mm. But yeah, um, and then now that we've kind of stabilized, uh, I'm able to work schedule things. During the weekends, mostly. Yeah. Um, I find that's when most people do for when they're a part-time photographer, part-time videographer. It's primarily the weekends. I've tried to meet up with people, say, after work during the week, but it seems like the window of availability for for people is very slim. Mm-hmm. And then, when, like you said, daylight savings times when it's so dark outside. <laughs> um, that's... That's the worst because it's like I can meet you 
right after 3.30 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, how about 5? And it's like, how about it's dark? <laughs> Which exactly. which leads <laughs> exactly. me to an interesting interesting question for you. I'll I'll share mine. Uh-huh. I'm not. I don't think I've shared it on the podcast before, but um, kind of uh, awkward. Not awkward moments, but well, I'll, I'll let you decide what kind of story you want to share after I share mine. Okay. So, I booked a we- not a wedding. I booked a family photo shoot, and it was like a couple months out. They had called me and they're like, "Yeah, we wanna we wanna hire you." And I'm like, okay, well, let's go ahead. We'll meet up at this park. I was living in Southern California at the time. And let's go ahead and meet there. I want to say 6.30. I was like, the sunset will be perfect. It'll be golden hour. Like, I'm really selling them on this. I'm like, great. I get home after a long day of work, and I figure I've got enough time to crash out, take a quick little nap. And then I wake up, and daylight savings had happened. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, it was oh, like, man. it was five and the sun was already setting oh. and I was like, holy smokes. Oh. And it was bad too. Cause they, they had to take a little bit of a drive to, to get to me. So when we met up, I packed my flash. I was like, let me see if I can make something work here. Um, we were straight up photo- photographing in the dark Oh man! and I had told them, that you know it was my mistake i didn't even anticipate like i mean you can you can know but i was just uh what would the term be like i was negligent mm. to verifying the time change uh which when you're a photographer or videographer you should you should mm-hmm. know that stuff and because of that i i offered them a free a free shoot to, to make up for it on like wherever they wanted to, whatever, just, let's just make this right. Mm -hmm. So have you ever had one of those like, Oh, I messed up kind of moments? Uh, cause it usually happens like early on, (laughs) early on. It's like, those are the growing pains. Not for photography for any um, scheduled shoots I have. I do remember this one time. I think this is like, this is the scariest shit. (laughs) <laughs> every photographer uh, videography yeah person yeah isn't when you think you press the record button oh and you didn't and it happened to me twice twice but it wasn't at the time where it's like really crucial moment it was just one mostly um b-roll it's not it wasn't what the bride and room kind of like during the ceremony yeah during the ceremony it wasn't um good thing i captured uh, like i realized that before the ceremony i was like oh man yeah i would have been i would have been talking to my uh i would have been talking to mc like hey um did you get that like just just (laughs) make sure that he has like a second angle or something like did you get that because i i i I thought i did i pressed the button uh yeah it was the camera's fault (laughs) that was Um, the camera's fault Dude, that is the worst. Like, um, sometimes I'll double tap the record button, and I'm not even doing like videography. This is just for like home movies or something, like, or I'm mm-hmm. recording my kids, and it's like, oh, I completely didn't capture that moment. <laughs> and you can't tell them, like, hey, can you be candid and, you know, natural again? So, in a wedding setting, oh, that has to be like, yeah. Um, there was a time, oh, what, what was it? Um, I want to, I want to try to 
say that, yes, there was in fact a time for me where there was like difficulties with hardware. Um, Oh yeah. I went to a wedding. This wasn't really a hardware difficulty, but this was my first wedding. And I think I've shared this story before. So I'll try not to bore people with it too much, but, um, I forgot a lens (laughs) and I I didn't have many lenses either. I had three at the time. Um, and I forgot one of my pretty much bread and butter lenses. And I was just far enough away from the wedding that if I left to go get it and came back, I would be late. Oh, man. So did you just like stick with the lenses you have? I did. And I don't know if that's something that that you've learned coming up doing videography that you don't need to pack all the gear that you have. I think for a wedding, yes. Mm -hmm. Take everything that you have. Take all of the gear. Take all of the memory cards all of the lenses you have because you never know it's everything is situational we have a workflow but sometimes the venue lends itself to augmenting that workflow because it's like oh the lighting's different or oh this i could use an ultra wide i seldom use it but this venue would look epic with an ultra wide shot so having everything with you but when i'm doing like family shoots now i only take one lens and just my camera. I don't even take a second camera body or anything like that. Cause it's like, why I'm, I'm lugging this stuff around and it just the weight, the weight factor. So I don't know if it, is that the same for you Ooh. when you're doing, I died. Oh yeah. Put your initials in for your score. BBB. Oh, BBB. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even like an arcade cabinet. It's like, <laughs> just hit start. And now you can select a different player. All if you right. want. I'll be, uh, Max is a swole one and uh, skate. Well, my yeah, Let's go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hashtag <dang>. woke. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, when I first started, I took every lens I had, but and I had it slung like one of those um, messenger bags. Oh yeah. And I carried that bag throughout the whole wedding on me. Uh, ceremony reception even when i was drinking i was or not drinking uh, when you're, when you're i don't drink i don't drink no <laughs> uh eating oh, yeah. for lunch <laughs> uh, yeah I, I just took it with me and then as a lot um going through a lot more gigs i'm like i don't really actually need a lot just a very versatile lens like one zoom lens and yeah. i'm good and i can count on my other sh- uh, the first shooter to do uh, the wider shots and stuff. Yeah, and you can divvy up the workload when there's two uh, at a wedding. For myself, um, another thing that helped me as a deciding factor, because if you're not taking many photos, you're probably not using Lightroom. But you, I think you have it, don't you? Yes. Yeah, so by default, I think if, you, if you're out there interested in getting Premiere, chances are you're going to get like Photoshop and Lightroom bundled with that. Um, you're able to see the metadata of what camera was used, what lens was used and what ISO and F-stop. And I was looking back at it and it's like, well, I don't know what the heck this guy's doing, but, um, <laughs> you just dropped in to get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> now we're fighting on the beach. Um, so California. we've been all over in this game, to be honest with you, but I digress. So I look back and it's like when I used to shoot with two camera bodies, I would have maybe 
less than less than 10% of the photos taken would be on the second camera body. Oh, wow. All of the photos would be taken with the main camera body. And that's what the important thing too is like having the same camera, like they're, they, they can be different when it comes to editing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you experience this when it comes to video. Yeah, definitely. But I even had two of the same manufacturers. So I had my D500 and the D7100 and the colors and the clarity and maybe just the overall way that the photos are processed, even when shot in raw, look different. So when you guys are out there, you're, you and your videographer, you guys use two different, or no, you use two different editing softwares, but you use the same cameras, right? Yes. Um, usually we have just one person editing, uh, the, usually the first shooter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if, yeah, if, um, say, uh, MC was, he booked up, like last year, an example, in October, we had... We had no weekends available to us, um, so I like I, I told him like, "Hey, I can um, work on a video. Like, I can edit a video if you're so you're booked." Oh, there's that turkey. Yeah, get you that turkey. Get you that meat, player. <laughs> <laughs> I need the protein because look, I'm scrawny as fuck. <laughs> um, what the hell was that? So yeah, uh, when times are like that, like oh. Um, okay, I'll 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 edit like I'll uh, take some off off uh, like offload some of the work to myself yeah. to help him out because I know MC looks like he's cool and all, but he's stressing a lot too Ed- <laughs> in the editing process. Dude, weddings sorry, are stressful. Sorry. I think it's the truth. Like if anybody says that they're doing it and they're cool, like they're probably lying, or they have a team of people helping them, mm-hmm. or they're just not they're not really putting the effort that's required to produce a good product for somebody. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Um, he's MC's very, very considerate. Like he, he has to have, you know, like every creator, he, it's all about that quality yeah. to give out. Cause that's the reason why people are asking for his services. Right. Yeah. So I totally understand that. And, and sometimes I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can live up to your brand. Yeah. Uh, that was the first, like the first people editing is I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can live up to your brand. Like, I don't know if I could meet the expectations, blah, blah. He's like, no, no, you got this, man. I, I trust you. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> oh man. It was just so, so, uh overwhelming for the first few uh, weddings i think well for me yeah and that i think we all set our standards too like for me i i'm able to no idea what i think you gotta jump over me or something okay (laughs) uh for me like i would have a certain standard of photo quality that i wanted uh, but i found that with my style of shooting i was able to streamline that process by implementing things like um like I say filters, but what I mean by that is I've already found the settings that I usually consistently do all the time or use all the time, and I've saved that as, I guess, a filter. It's my own um, color grading, my own contrast, my own, like, the levels with which I always use. And then the things that I have to change after the fact are usually just exposure. Mm. 
So that streamlines the editing process and yields a quality photo that I feel confident in giving to somebody. Um, Where I put the stress on myself is the turnover. Um, As a machinist by day, by day trade, um, efficiency and churning over high volumes of product, which I look at the photo as the product. And if I have a thousand photos, how can I cut down that turnover time? and get it to them as quickly as possible without diminishing that quality that I set on myself. And Lightroom has allotted me a lot of, um, it's a way to batch edit photos very easily. So my turnover rate, I, I aim for a week to have wedding photos back to people, all of them. Like I don't want, I've heard stories about people waiting like six months. Sometimes people wait a year. And I, yeah. Oh, wow. Like I can understand if maybe you're a full-time photographer and you, you have all these other weddings, um, or maybe you're also a full-time parent and you just don't have that kind of time to sit down and edit. But for me, at least doing on a part-time basis, um, a one week turnover is not unrealistic because as well as having like a sneak peek day of, a wedding, you should have maybe more than one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, if we'll, like, what are you doing when it comes in regards to video? Because I guess that's a what I was curious about too. Is when it comes to video editing, like, what are you, what are you turning over? Like, how how does that flow? Is it like a DVD with chapters and and all this stuff? I mean, how does that how does that work? Um, usually, uh. Uh, from I guess a general standpoint is uh, we try to we do highlights like the highlights of the video we just um, so like record yeah so like for example if like okay let's say it's a 10 hour day Mm -hmm. uh, how long is that video usually like a 30 minute an hour Oh, no. Um, if they requested that, I think we'd probably decline. <laughs> <laughs> to do a 10-hour day? A t- uh, no, a 30-minute video. Oh. Like anything longer than maybe, say, I've seen 10-minute videos. Okay. 10-minute um, videos is probably the median. Some have lower. I try to go small, like shorter than that because okay. content-wise – it's kind of I don't what the, the fear is is being uh, is having this formula that this cookie cutter yeah. always the same kind of thing going. That's the fear in video because it's you know it's the same thing over and over again. Like trying to tell a story. Yeah. Uh. Well, not to offend anybody or the weddings or anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, I think if people aren't doing that and they're just slapping clips together. Yeah. I mean anybody. Uh, you know, sorry, but anybody can do that. Uh, telling a story to like a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I guess that would be a, <laughs> that'd be an interesting question. Uh, I don't know if you want to answer it honestly or not, but are we using uh, copywritten music <laughs> Okay, <laughs> in the videos? I, I, okay. I will answer this. Okay. I will answer this. <laughs> I will answer this. I personally don't in weddings and wedding films. Uh, your wedding videos. Yeah, I personally don't do it because you know that whole copyright legality kind of thing. Yeah, I just don't want to get hit with it. Oh, I'm a bad. Wow, like that. I didn't. I yeah. didn't want to get hit by, from the back. Um, hey, 
Hey, get that one up. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> These conveyors are a real pain. Just, just saying that. Yeah. Uh, I know some people that do, and that's kind of, kind of fit their style. Like, I think if you're, if you're maybe not in the big leagues, like maybe your videos aren't being displayed on Vogue or whatever wedding wire, or you're not, you're not pulling in those. $15,000 wedding jobs, maybe. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, you can, you know, you're doing the quinceanera for your friend or you're doing the wedding, uh, you know, a little on the lower end of the price or local scale, we will say. It, it makes sense to maybe be okay with using that. Have you ever had people request uh, a copywritten song? Say, I want this song in my video. Uh, surprisingly, they trust me. And like, <laughs> like <"Whoa>, just <laughs> like, like, wait, wait, do your thing, do your thing. Uh, which kind of scares me sometimes because, <laughs> um, no, I haven't got a request. I know for sure that what was that? It was like one hit. Yeah, they did that again to us. Um, yeah, some people would request songs like, and I get that like. It's very popular, so I have no judgment or anything. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. Sorry, bro. I'm so, working for them. <laughs> where are you getting your um, your music from? Are you using, like, um, one of those third-party sites? I'm using uh, artlist.io. I used, uh, yeah, I used artlist.io. I've been using them for a year just to see what it like what it offers and they yeah. do pre- it's not sponsored <laughs> <laughs> uh they do a pretty they they have pretty good soundtracks um yeah. it's very sometimes they all sound the same too so they have a huge library it's just mm, i don't know it gets difficult to pick one and you, when you're editing do you find that because that's, that's one of the hardest things for me when I would be editing, like, say, a, like a short little one minute video for the gram, just mm-hmm. even if it was like a workout video or something like that. Um, sometimes I can't I have to have the song first. Yes, that's totally me. Um, I need the song first before I can put clips together to tell that story that goes along with this song. Yeah, I need to have that sound first. And I go through a lot of songs like, nah, I have to listen to the whole song too because you're not sure like when the bass drops or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, it took, it totally took a different change. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> like the beginning was par- uh, perfect. It's slow. Yeah. Tells you the story. Um, and then it gets to like the mid part of the song and it gets all hyped up. I'm like, no, I kind of did not like this. <laughs> I'm like, damn. All that time wasting, like searching. Yeah. So yeah, I like you. I definitely need a soundtrack. Um, get get songs that get you in the feels. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever reused the same song over and over for different clients' videos? No, I try to avoid that. And then sometimes I'll be like, "Oh man, this one would have done better in yeah. this video." Uh, but I try to avoid that. I know for sure I'd I'd like to use um 
the same songs for my tribal films because <laughs> they, they just sound good. Like I can't find anything else. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Instagram sort of, uh, it seems like Instagram and YouTube with the, the way that the transitions are in their jump cuts. We're fighting robots now. <laughs> this game is seriously all over the place. Like I don't, I don't remember it being like this. It's not even the streets no more. I know. We're fighting straight technology. Like we're, this is, this <laughs> is like Terminator status here. Oh, snap. Uh, Particle and mo molecule are the names. Is that of the what names? Yeah. Clever. <laughs> oh, I that's what you just, did there. <laughs> just punched me from the from his chest. Oh, oh no, never mind. It's his other arm. Okay. It's that 8 bit yo. 8 bit. Oh, no. <laughs> you died again? <laughs> it's A A A. A. All right. Try somebody else. Oh, wrong person. Let's see. I don't think I ever finished the Japan thing. <laughs> the <laughs> Japan <laughs> story? Yeah. I know. I Again, if if the podcast sounds like it's a little all over the place, I think it's because we are. We're, we are playing Streets of Rage 2, classic oh, Sega bad. Genesis game. And though I think it's, it's broken the ice somewhat because mm. you definitely don't know that you've been on camera this entire time. You've probably not paid attention <laughs> to that. that. Yeah, <laughs> you've probably not paid attention to that aspect of this mm -mm. or the fact that we're already 55 minutes in oh, however wow. a good first 10 or 15 minutes of that was set up still like i think it was recording but like we're live on twitch youtube didn't work oh no way and unfortunately yeah <laughs> i gotta tell everybody he's like what is not yeah i'll pause it <laughs> did you guys start it's no sound oh <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, tell people I'll, it's on Twitch. They can search for, I believe it's Chango Blanco, C H A N G O. Chango, and people know me as like a person that does not get in front of the camera. Really? Yeah, I oh, don't man. often go in front of. So I'll go. I'll just put the webcam on you specifically. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't. You see all the sweat. Like, are we done? Are we? Are we done? I know. We, we just, I should probably shout this too. Like, we'll just pause and we'll just shout on our social medias. Yeah. And break see. Time, break time. <laughs> it's, it's funny because um, I wanted to do more of this social media kind of thing. So I'm doing this 90 day present, social media presence. Yeah. Is it and like I, post every day kind of thing or? Post, every, uh, post stuff, something in the stories and post some more of my work. And like I've been telling you, it's really exhausting as as an introverted person. Yeah, it's really it's really exhausting. To, and but you gotta you gotta do it to put yourself out there. I guess I did that with the. I'm pretty sure you noticed it, or some people did at least with the whole um, fitness video. I was doing like a fitness video mm -hmm. or yeah, story, yeah, yeah. Instagram stories, every single day. And I streamlined the process, so I was recording a video, like a short video clip while I would work out. And then during my cardio session at the end, I would upload those like three or four quick little stories. And then sometimes I would take those stories and make a post. And by nine o'clock on my break, I would then post that. And I want to say I did it for a couple months straight. And it got very 
it got very easy streamlining things to where I could do it no problem, but it lacked creative motivation for me after that. It was like, now I'm just doing this just to do just this. Do and yeah. I don't feel the creative sort of mojo. I'm just going to take a wide shot. Wait, hold on. Let me flex. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, what's that? That Twitch name? What's the Twitch name again? Chango Blango. Oh, sorry. I'm not from this country. Can't pronounce that. We're out there. Twitch. <sighs> I swear. Uh. I wish that I could have got the YouTube thing working because I feel like I'm posting these videos to YouTube anyways. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So we'll get back at it. We've, we're out on social media now. <laughs> we probably should have did that first. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. 60 days, social media. Oh, it was like, oh, well, 90 days. Being, oh, 90 days, yeah, social media. Nine, yeah. Being so what are you doing present. to do that? Is it via Instagram or what social medias are we talking about here? Mostly Instagram and just sharing that to Facebook. It's mostly that. Um, it's kind of easier to... Be like, yeah, here's my Instagram. Yeah. Instead of like, here's my Facebook. <laughs> I don't want you guys <laughs> using my real name <laughs> or knowing my real name. Do you have a, a like a Facebook page? Um, like a business page, I guess. Mm, no, I don't. Because um, I know that you can create those and then tether it. Dude, this guy totally rocked me right now. Right. I know that you can you can make that and tether it to your Instagram. So whenever you post to Instagram, it just goes there automatically. This guy. I know. This is nuts, man. Like these bosses are definitely getting harder. And I feel like we just might make it to the end of this game, like by the skin of our teeth. Like it's, it's getting to that level of difficulty now. Oh, snap. Uh, I tried doing that. Wait, did I die? No. I don't know. Like, I don't really go on Facebook as much to yeah. do. I mean, if I have a friend out there or friends out there. I'll look into what they're doing. But yeah. as for, for business-wise or anything like that, not really. I think Instagram is a lot um, minimalistic or easier. It is. I, I seldom go on Facebook now only mm -hmm. because... To me, it's just a lot of reposting of things. There's not a lot of original content. Oh. However, there was a someone who posted a link, and I follow them now, to, um, what was it, like, Instagram? And so it, they'll, they'll put together, like, a collage of photos of every single person that's held out their coffee cup with the lake in front of them. Oh, I, I think I, I yeah. saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. I saw to that too. And then, yeah, it, it just makes you realize how unoriginal your ideas are. And it's kind of sad. Cause I think to myself, Oh, here I am being original with my coffee cup out at the lake. <laughs> oh man. Or how many like redheads with glasses reading a book. I mean, there's so many, or some girls just, yeah. Like that with their hair. <laughs> Uh, against the sunlight yeah through the window mirrors i'm taking those ideas by the way <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting back onto the weddings though like i kind of just had this random thought 
Um, have you, have you had, and you don't have to be, you don't even have to answer it if you want to, just because, you know, <sighs> your listeners might, your followers might hear this, uh, and you don't even have to be specific uh-huh. with names, places, or dates, but have you had just a complete either bridezilla moment or like a wedding kind of disaster in a sense where like just all the things that could go wrong did go wrong and it might not even be on your end it might just be like watching the wedding kind of just crumble because of the mother-in-law or some drama um i'm fortunate i'm really fortunate enough that that never happened to any of the weddings i've attended Uh, (laughs) yeah knock on wood (laughs) uh i've i guess there was this just this one time um uh at the end of the reception or yeah it was the dance part of yeah of the wedding and i basically go handheld and go into the crowd and dance with the crowd go into the circle yeah jet turn do 360 and then makes you feel like you're in there yeah and them. capture them dancing and stuff um that's like the go-to for me at the end of the day like okay yeah. let's have some fun get some candid dancing my bad that was like a pose drop dude like, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why who jumps and drop kicks with their knees oh my bad like that's the oddest way to kick somebody and i would i guess i would have to see like did the game developer did they do they know how fighting works at this time when the, this game was made i mean i could see like a kickboxer do something else like going up and yeah dropping. He's- <laughs> that's such an odd <laughs> such an odd way to kick somebody but yeah going back to that dance um i had this um after i, I finished recording dance this one odd lady yeah i guess she had too many I, this lady uh came up to me is like you photographers and videographers should be in the background um oh and and, and record from there because not everybody is going to be comfortable enough to go up there go like have the camera up their face and get recorded and then i like she that she makes a good point like that but like you've seen these videographers photographers throughout the whole wedding yeah you're going to get captured either way whether it be like me uh Recording you picking your nose or someone with their phone, someone like I don't know, like just awkward stuff. And then if it's bad, we'll we'll remove it. Like it's not permanently gonna be in the highlight video. Yeah. Um. So she gave me that little wisdom, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) back of my mind, it would be like, are you are you paying for this video? Exactly. Um. But I just smiled and wave. You know. I didn't want to cause any drama or anything like, oh, yeah, I'll take that into consideration. Or thank you so much. Um, would you like fries with that kind of, <laughs> kind of thing? Dude, uh, this guy's totally wrecking us, by the way. I know. Kind of, I bet that guy in the back. <laughs> I think he, we're here. This is, the, this is the end. This is the last boss. Oh. Well, second to the last boss. It's been quite the journey. <laughs> but... um. But yeah, yeah, that's that was, odd, man, to have that was, someone come up to you like that. And it's so interesting how that comes up with just the random guests, mm-hmm. not even the bride. 
No, not because the bride. It's usually they're paying you. They want you to capture everything. Even yeah, and we drunk aunties and uncles. They want all of that stuff because they want to remember the day. Now, yeah, it doesn't have to make it into your highlight reel. But it's all you, bro, <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> it's oh all my you. god. Oh. But okay, well now you get to focus on your <laughs> on your stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Because. Um, I guess I've had moments where like the wedding's sort of gone sideways and it's usually like just you're kind of in the room like a fly on the wall like you're not carrying on in the conversations you're merely just capturing the event as it happens and some of the conversations that happen it's like should I be hearing this or you feel the tension between like say maybe the bride and the mother or between even the bride and the the groom because you know that one friend is just having a little too many and it's just bringing that drama to a day that they wanted to be special. Uh, I'm sorry to bore your followers, but I've never, I, I never had any of those. Actually. <laughs> you never had those moments. No, I, I guess I just never had enough attended or service weddings. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. It's definitely, so then have you had, I know as a photographer, wow, that's it. He had a gun, dude. That's not fair. <laughs> How's he going to have a gun? <sighs> Man. B, 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 B. I know. Oh, wait, where is it? Easy. <laughs> I on. mean, we made it to the end. That's definitely more than I had thought we would have. And we'll just leave the trailer to play. But Sweet. have you ever had one of those, like, um, what do I want to say it was? Like a... Oh, as a photographer, every wedding I've been on, and I've always, I've told people this, who either come to second shoot with me or who want to get into wedding photography themselves, I tell them that's always going to be another person there with a DSLR. And though I think it should be known, like at a good good conscience that you should probably leave that at home because you'll confuse guests as to whom the the paid photographer is there's all consistently there's always one has there has there been that type of person there for you when it comes to <laughs> see now i feel like i'm hitting a nerve here uh, have you had one i've haven't had one but i was kind of like that person <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was kind of like that one person for a friend's wedding i was yeah. like i'm gonna see if i can uh <laughs> sorry this is why i don't show my face so uh no, people cool. recognize me i'm just kidding we're gonna change channels since we're not playing anymore we're just gonna do talk shows and podcasts on the live stream if you guys are following us chango blanco um on twitch tv twitch.tv and we'll just go ahead i thought that game would have took us to the end kind of didn't well i guess we got to the end we just got beat up but <laughs> i know only guy in the game with a gun at the end but yeah so then what do you got going on now i mean you uh -huh. said that you you're a little bit lighter this year by choice with the weddings. Mm -hmm. So what is the next creative endeavor or the next iteration that's going to fill the extra free time? Portraits. Um, I've been doing a lot of portraits. I've been asking a lot of 
acquaintances, I, I should say. Yeah. Um, I know a few friends to do portraits. Um, I want to get into that kind of photography portraits with flash and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's my aim for now. Uh, I would love to do more travel video, go back to my roots. Um, I would love to do more urban street photography. Those were my, those were like my, my go-to. Um, that was your entry into the yeah, entire thing. Yeah. Um, travel and street photography. Those were, those are my entry to this world of being a creator. I can't really say I'm a creator. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, it's cringy for me to, uh, label myself as like a creator like you with all that stuff and all these filmmakers and all these very top tier photographers that I've met through all these weddings. Yeah. I, I don't believe I'm at their level. That's the constant. That's me just like, I need to get better. Like even then though, I think like we're all just kind of figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Like even with this, like, I'm trying to figure out how to stream on YouTube, but I couldn't. So I'm not even sure how this video, how the video aspect of this is going to come out. I can guarantee that the audio and the podcast is going to be great. But, <laughs> but in, with regards to the video, it's like, it might be chopped up because this whole thing records like from the beginning. And then when it had a problem with the stream, it cut out and then it picked up again. So I might have like empty spaces <laughs> in my video. And I think that when we compare ourselves, cause I do, I do it too. Like to our peers, we always think like, well, if I had that camera or if I had this type of setup or if I had this location to work with, it come out so much better. It's definitely one of those things that we're all creators in a sense, but as creators we're we are our own worst critics. Yeah. And so we'll, I don't think we'll ever attain that level unless we're just like, uh, like a diva. Like mine is the greatest, you know, walking out there like Kanye, you know, <laughs> my wedding videos are the best. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree. Like I, I, I was told this once one line, this one statement from uh, a few years back in my current job, uh, my current, oh, my manager back in the day. Yeah. He told me like, if you're not learning anything, then you're wasting your time. And that hit home. I was like, oh, "You're right. I should probably quit this job because I'm not learning anything." <laughs> uh, oh crap! To the to my current boss right now, like, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I try to live by that and just keep learning as I go. And yeah, <laughs> right on, man. I think that's I think that's pretty good. We could probably just end on that. Yay! Yeah. I'm off camera. <laughs> and then, yeah, we're gonna end the stream, and we're probably just gonna talk shop and trade trade ideas and see what's going <laughs> on. Uh, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you made it to the end, be sure to leave a like, a thumb, five star, leave a rating, a follow, share. I mean, whatever it is that you guys do out there, just do that. And again, thanks to the homie, Mr. Slanted Glasses. <laughs> you guys can follow him on his Instagram. It is at Slanted Glasses. 
or at slanted.glasses yeah. is his Instagram handle. Slip in the DMs. He likes uh, random images to be sent to him. <laughs> <laughs> when I say random, when he says random, like random shit. And I'll be like, oh, let me let me incorporate that in the next shoot. <laughs> and because he's also picking up, uh, doing a lot more photography work. Um, if you're a model and you're interested in uh, collaborating, this is definitely the man to do it with. His work is pretty amazing. And it's getting there. It's it's yeah. not there. It's getting there. Give him a, give him a shout out. All right, you guys. <laughs> Till next time. See Thank ya. you. Yeah.